Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The ISO with Dan Dickow and SB Live Sports, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Here's Dickow from the deep corner for three. Uh-oh, uh-oh. It's on now. Downtown Dan connects. Every morning when I'm working out, I'm listening to your podcast. Keep up the great work. I mean, I've seen Dan Dickow hit some big shots in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I got to salute you, man. Like, I've been watching you since I was in high school trying to mimic all your moves. Another episode of the ISO with myself, your host, Dan Dickow for SB Live Sports. Today's uh, is a... I like this topic. It's a unique topic. Um, It's something that uh, because during the college basketball season, I travel quite a bit. uh, I'm I'm always checking out new books. Uh, Many times they're sports books, basketball specific. Sometimes they're just uh, business books or or biographies of of different people. So um, I wanted to give a list of 10 great books that I have read over the course of maybe the last 10 to 15 years. A couple of these I've read multiple times because each time I read them, uh, I find a a new nugget in them. I find a new impactful piece or kind of anecdote from the book or the story um, that I try to take with me. I think that, uh, you know, if you find a book that that is impactful, uh, it's helpful to go back and read it again a year or two years later and see if there's something else in the book that can be impactful that you missed. So um, I've got a list of 10 books here. Uh, Eight of them are very basketball specific. Um, Two of them are um, a little bit deeper and a little bit different. Um, And so I wanna start with the basketball books first before I finish with the other two. And uh, these basketball books cover cover a number of, of different things, historical, maybe biographical, um, and, and so we'll get right to it. <clears throat> my favorite player of all time, uh, regardless of my age, has always been Pistol Pete Maravich. Uh, I all-time leading scorer in the NCAA. Only played three seasons, and he's still the all-time leading scorer. Obviously, nowadays guys play one year and go to the NBA, but for three years he averaged over 44 points per game. Um, I got I was drawn to him from an early age for a, a number of reasons. His love for the game, his passion, his work ethic that I would read about uh, and then be able to, to hear in a few um, interviews uh, before he passed away at the early age of, of 40. I believe it was in about 1970 or sorry, 1988, 89 or so. I know I was young enough to, to know who he was, more about him, and then, you know, the tragic circumstances around his death. But I think the reason I've always been such a big fan of him is because of his basketball skills, his work ethic, the the records that he set, um, but also the passion um, that he lived his life with and about uh, when his, his playing career was over. He was so consumed with being the best basketball player that really he was he had blinders on. He, he didn't focus on anything else. Um, got to the NBA, was having tremendous success, but he felt that there was something missing. He couldn't put his finger on it. Uh, years after he was done playing, he figured out and he found what uh, his calling in life was for him. And that was uh, t- to share his newfound faith in, in Christ. And that's one thing that, that is important to me. And I felt when I read the different articles and stories and I, I, you see the interviews, 
uh, that shines through so evidently in, in Pistol Pete Maravich. Um, and so that's why uh, he's always been a, a, a role model, uh, somebody that I've looked up to. Uh, unfortunately, I never had a chance to meet him, um, but he, he is definitely somebody that I've looked up to. So the book Pistol, The Life of Pete Maravich by Mark Kriegel is something that I've read on multiple occasions. Um, <clears throat> another book that is... Uh, very similar in, in that it kind of tells the story of, of not just a player, but a team is the dream team by Jack McCallum McCollum. Uh, I read it uh, a little over a year ago. Uh, I was reading quite a bit at the start of COVID, <laughs> which I'm sure a lot of other people were as well, but uh, it details so much about how the dream team in 92 came together. Um, you know, how invitations went out to certain players, um, you know, you always hear a little bit of uh, how Isaiah Thomas was left out. Talk, talks a little bit about that, but not too in depth. But it talks about the decision of Christian Leitner versus bringing Shaq on the team. Um, it talks about the the impact that that team um, of the, the sorry the practices that that team had, the impact that that team had at those '92 Olympics. Not just that year with the attention and and the amount of uh, interest, but then moving forward, how they've impacted the game of basketball all across the globe. Um, so that was a great read. Uh, another great book um, is from Paul Shirley, Can I Keep My Jersey? Uh, Paul Shirley's got an incredible story. He played college basketball at Iowa State. He had a number of 10-day contracts uh, in the NBA. One of those, which, uh, which is where I got to know him, was with the Atlanta Hawks. Um, so we spent, I believe it was two 10 day contracts he had with us and the Hawks, uh, spent a couple, uh, we shared a couple meals, just kind of talked about a bunch of different things. Lo and behold, he, a few years after, um, his crisscrossing the globe and playing in, in so many different countries from Greece to Russia to Spain and, and all over the place, he wrote a very interesting book called, can I keep my Jersey? And for anybody that's played in Europe, um, even like myself, a short couple stints in Europe, you know exactly what this book is talking about. You know, the, the contract negotiations, uh, the contract disagreements, the cars that they give you, the, the um, living accommodations, uh, how you have to kind of fight for almost everything in your contract to come to fruition, uh, even, even the pay. Some of his stories are in there uh, are absolutely hilarious. And some of the stories in his book are uh, unbelievable as far as you, you, you really don't believe it <clears throat> or you wouldn't believe it unless you've spent time uh, living in Europe in, in, as an American basketball player. Um, next one to me that is very um, broad-based on the game of basketball, does an amazing job. Uh, the thing feels like a stinking encyclopedia, how big it is and how thick it is and, and how much – there, there's a lot of information in there, but it's also a lot of uh, <clears throat> insight into this particular author and this writer's um, thoughts, what he thinks, his opinion. And this would be Bill Simmons, The Book of Basketball. Uh, like I said, it is an unbelievably thick. He does an amazing job of breaking down. Uh, and this was maybe 10 years or so ago. His top players, his top teams, slotting them in in, in uh, chronological order of, of who he feels is best and why and gives you arguments 
for and against where players should be and where teams should be. Um, just a fascinating read. And, and Bill Simmons is uh, definitely, <clears throat> excuse me, one of those guys that has a definite way with words. And, and it's, it was very interesting to read and, and I enjoyed it. Um, another book that I think is, is a tremendous read. It's very insightful for anybody that is coaching youth or AAU basketball, or maybe ha is a, as a parent that is that has a kid who is possibly good enough uh, to be recruited um, to play on different AAU teams or to play at the college level to a little to understand a little bit more about um, the background of some of these AAU directors and AAU programs and, and just all the things that go into it and some of the negative well quite frankly a lot of the negatives that go into it and how how people uh, can attach themselves to a, a young athlete thinking that that is their ticket to a better life or maybe they would become their agent uh, they would represent them in marketing deals whatever it may be and, and that book is called they played their hearts out and it's by george dorman um, like I said, it, it focuses in on, on AAU basketball and, and it really what it does is it shadows one particular uh, AAU coach, I guess you could call him or club director and, and how he latched on to a one youth player years and years ago when he was a young kid. The kid's name was uh, Demetrius Walker and he had him pegged as like the best sixth grade uh, player in the country and he continued to build different AAU teams around Demetrius Walker thinking that he was projected to be an NBA player and it goes through all the the travails of forming teams and challenges of of covering his back and in, in you know trying maybe telling one coach or parent or player one thing but then having to uh, you know protect uh, his true prize or the the prize that he was trying to push and that would be demetrius walker uh continuing on his career it's a really eye-opening book on on how aau and grassroots basketball works in the negative sense there is so much positive about that world but there's also a leg a lot of negative out there and this book does a great job of spotlighting the negative um and so i think it's a tremendous read for people to um, who, who might be in that world now or about to be in that world, as I mentioned, with, with kids or coaches, um, to just know a little bit more about it and how some of this stuff works. Um, but Demetrius Walker, actually, he did, um, he did play college basketball at a fairly high level, played at University of New Mexico, um, but he, his career never came to fruition in the way that um, his handlers or his coaches thought they were going to. So that's a, a tremendous read as well. Uh, next book is from a, a, a recent guest on the ISO, one of ESPN's best college basketball analysts, Jay Billis. I think uh, Jay wrote his book, Toughness, a few years back, and it does a really nice job of, of intertwining stories of his youth career in high school in, in Southern California, his time with um, uh, Coach Shishesky at Duke, as well as then different things that he has seen as an, as an analyst, as well as his short time as an assistant coach at Duke. Um, he does a really nice job of, of taking high level topics of, of um, you know, what entails the, the, the things that go into being tough and breaking it down and making it really understandable um, for really any level. I mean, you can have high school teams reading through this and, and they players and the coaches can pick apart a lot of great nuggets. 
Um, you can have businessmen looking through this and picking out a lot of great nuggets. You know, I think the, the thing that I found um, it, when I read this book is he does a great job of weaving um, the message or the point across and tying it back to experiences that he had as a player. And for me, you know, I, I've never had the interest in writing a book. Um, my wife is actually a great writer. Uh, I, I struggle to a certain extent uh, getting thoughts onto paper and, and making it um, kind of flow in a nice direction. And I'm not saying I, I don't, I think I would have a audience big enough to write a book, but um, if, if I were to ever do that, I think the the format that Jay Billis used um, was phenomenal in that. Um, staying in the college basketball realm and the theme, um, John Wooden, there's been a tremendous amount of books that uh, have been either written about him or, or that he wrote or he co-authored, um, and they're all great. I felt like four or five of them could have been on this list, but I figured I'd pick just one, and, and that would have been uh, the first one that I read uh, when I was a kid years ago. Probably read it when I was about 13, 14 years old, and that was They Call Me Coach. Um, John Wooden's insight into the game of basketball Um I think it stood the test of time. Um, you know, people say, well, the game's changed. What would he do now? He's a great, smart basketball man. He would have figured it out. But I think the biggest thing about Coach Wooden is um, the, 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 the quotes and the philosophies and the stories that come to life in this book um, are, are impactful in anything, whether it's in uh, sports, whether it's in uh, relationships with your family, or whether it's in business. Uh, he has so many things that you can look to and lean on um, and kind of grow from. And so I think they call me coach uh, of John Wooden is, is a definite on my list. Uh, next book is a, is a really unique one. It's one that I read um, probably early in my NBA career when I have a, I'd have a lot of time on planes and uh, was looking for a number of different books. And um, a friend of mine, Steve Pratt, who I had on the ISO uh, a couple months back, he's a, a skills trainer uh, and coach in the Chicago area, recommended a writer by the name of Pat, Pat Conroy to me. And he's written a number of great books that I've all read, but My Losing Season really stood out to me. And uh, it's something that I'll probably, you know, read again um, during this college basketball season. But um, My Losing Season really kind of is a, is, a, is a book that, talks about and, and shares um, a, a young kid going through the process of being on a, on a youth basketball team and his joy and his love for the game of basketball and, and searching through it uh, while he's in a tough go because his team's not very good. But he's also in a tough go because uh, he doesn't have a great family life. He doesn't have a, home, uh, a great uh, home life uh, in particular because of his dad. And just the 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 storyline on on how everything worked out was uh you know something that stuck with me and uh, i really re recommend my losing season from pat conroy um the last two are very similar uh in terms of kind of they they each time i've read both of these two books uh they make me take take a step back and, and look at things and think about things um and the first one that i'll mention of my last two is the uh the author is Greg Bell, and the book is Water the Bamboo. And it's an interesting and unique title for a book, but I think you have to dive deeper and, and know a little bit about bamboo. And then once you know bamboo and how it grows, you'll 
rec you'll understand the title and then the book goes into great detail about watering the bamboo and so if anybody doesn't know bamboo obviously is a is a plant a tree that uh, grows mostly in Asia um, but the bamboo does not grow hardly at all for the first however many years you know six seven eight years you might get just barely uh, popping up above the soil level and then a little bit and a little bit and then all of a sudden almost as if overnight it just explodes in growth and it'll grow a couple couple feet at a time maybe uh, overnight and the reason this is so important I think for athletes in particular young athletes is you're going to be working on the fundamentals um, you're going to be doing the small detail work early in your career that maybe you don't see a lot of separation between yourself and other players on your team or other players in your area that you're trying to uh, separate yourself and, and become better than if that's your goal to make a high school team or be recruited by college. Um, many times you're making these, you're working at it, you're working at it, but you don't see um, breakthroughs and it can be frustrating. It can take a long time and you keep working at it and working at it, but then all of a sudden, Maybe you hit a growth spurt or maybe something clicks mentally and emotionally in your game or maybe, you know, that one or two last little pieces of your skill development come together with all of the other things that you've been working on as building blocks of your own skill set and then your game just explodes and there's no stopping it at that point. And so that's why I think this Water the Bamboo book by Greg Bell is, is so impactful and it has been for me. I usually read it about every two years or so. Um, and it's something where, you know, you just have to understand, stay with it, stay with it, stay with it. Don't quit on it. The things you got to do every single day are setting yourself up for that huge growth uh, that is right around the corner. But sometimes if you give up too soon on whatever it is, that goal, that dream, if you give it up, give up on it too soon, you're not going to see that huge explosive growth like a bamboo tree has. The last book um, that I want to touch on, and it's a book that, um, quite frankly, I think is maybe the greatest book I've ever read uh, outside of the Bible. Um, it's a book that I wish I was able to do a better job of implementing the impactful things that I've read in that book. Um, it is such a, a heavy read um, that I, I, when I'm finished reading it at different times, I step back and think, man, I... I've tried this, but then I haven't stuck with it, or I've done a good job of here and I haven't stuck with it. There's so many great things in this book that I wish I would be better at. And um, the book is by Jeffrey Marks, and the book is called The Season of Life. And it is a tremendous story um, about a former Baltimore Colt football player by the name of Joe Ehrman. So Joe Ehrman was uh, a big football player and as you know most people think of football players as big tough and gruff and you know do everything they can to beat their opponent in front of them to get what they want whether that's individual accolades whatever whether that's uh, team success and, and that really does goes along the lines of how Joe Ehrman viewed his life early on as a football player um, and how Joe, Mar Joe Ehrman and Jeffrey Marks became connected was Jeffrey Marks was a ball boy for many of those Baltimore Colts football teams. Years later, Joe Ehrman and, and Jeffrey Marks, who had become an author, were able to connect and start 
sharing some time together and getting to know each other and, and uh, what had occurred in both of their lives since they hadn't seen each other in many, many years when Jeffrey Marks was a, was a ball boy and Joe Ehrman played for the Baltimore Colts. Well, long story short, Joe Ehrman, after his football career, his brother died and it kind of sent him into a place where he thought about what is life all about? What do I need to do um, to write my life? What do I want out of life? How can I impact others in my life? And he became a, a, a minister and he became a youth football coach at the high school level at a school in the Baltimore area. And essentially what Joe Ehrman did is, yes, he coached football. He knew the heck out of the game in and out. He was tremendous. But really what he was doing was pouring into these young men's lives and talking to them and teaching them what it truly means to be uh, a teammate, what it means to be a man, what it means to be a, a child of God, and what it means to be a great person. And throughout the course of this book, um, with, where Jeffrey Marks was following um, this high school football team around for, for a year or two, um, you learn so many incredible stories about how Joe Ehrman uh, was pouring into these kids. He was teaching them life lessons through the game of football. He was teaching them um, you know, lessons on, on selflessness, lessons on uh, relationships, le re lessons on um, getting the most out of yourself and, and the God-given talents that you've been given. And so each time I, I've, I've read this book, I've read it two or three times, and, and I know I've said this on a couple of these books, I, I got to read it again, I want to read it again. Uh, it, it leaves me thinking I can do more or I want to do more when I'm coaching uh, my son's teams or when I'm coaching uh, in different camps and clinic settings. And I know I'm not perfect. I, I've worked on it. There's lots and tons of things that I can get better at. Um, but I, I highly encourage, I highly uh, recommend any coach out there at any level, professional, college, high school, youth. Season of Life is a book that you'll pick up, you'll start reading, you won't want to put it down, and you'll want to try to implement some of the things that, that you learn in this book. Uh, I've done a few of them. Uh, I, I need to get better and implement some more of them because it's an amazing book. It's actually uh, you know something I would love to get Jeffrey Marks on this podcast at some point and, and have him break it down a little bit more. But there you have it. You know, there's lots of uh, great sports books out there that are motivational and can help people get uh, in the right frame of mind to, uh, to be better coaches, athletes, uh, parents uh, in regards to supporting their kids. And so uh, these were a few. Pistol, Life of Pete Maravich by Mark Kriegel, Toughness by Jay Billis, they Played Their Hearts Out from George Dorman, Dream Team by Jack McCollum, Can I Keep My Jersey from Paul Shirley, They Call Me Coach, John Wooden, My Losing Season, Pat Conroy, The Book of Basketball with Bill Simmons, Water the Bamboo with Greg Bell, and Season of Life with Jeffrey Marks. So thanks again for listening. If you have any book recommendations for me, please email those to me, dickow at scorebooklive.com. Again, for SB Live Sports, I'm Dan Dickow. This has been The ISO. The ISO with Dan Dickow and SB Live Sports, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.